Hello, everybody, and welcome to another live recording of the Rants and Tangents podcast with Daryl Smith and the Junior. <laughs> Shay Love. <laughs> and Ray Parker. And what is up, my good people, my beautiful brown people, my golden lord sister, my very humble brother, my <laughs> 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 cat. together but it's been it's been difficult it's been a struggle it's been a struggle yeah care to share oh that was good um a few different things i was just telling ray that i was reading this book and it kind of oftentimes when i start reading something and i like the philosophy of it or i think that it's it's a philosophy that um i can take in i kind of take it in Mind you, I'm only a chapter into this book. It's called Mistakes Were Made, But Not By Me, though. And it's exploring... That's the name of it, but not by me? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But when you dissect the, the three words, mistakes were made, it it implies, but not by me. Because saying mistakes were made is sure. you say you acknowledging something went wrong or not even wrong. Something didn't go as planned. But you absolve yourself of any responsibility of that by saying mistakes were made instead of saying we made a mistake or something like that. So the book is about self-justification and the good and the bad with it. But so I started reading it and now it's like all in my head. And you saw my car got hit Friday. So that was whack. Um, But that didn't even like damper my mood. My daughter's father's response to the accident dampered my mood. He mistakes were made. That's what I'm gonna say. I made mistakes. <laughs> Not mistakes were made. But he pissed me off and he put me in a really messed up spot. And I think that being in that messed up spot made me realize just how much of a trigger he is and how he can set my energy into such a horrible place. Like all the scornful, hateful, just like mean shit I've ever done in a relationship it was to him because he just like put me there all the time and um I gotta work on that because he shouldn't still have that same power power that's yeah. what I like that I'm glad you said that power he shouldn't still yeah, have that same is. power mm-hmm. so I gotta figure some things out with that I think you definitely do that but always remember that when you're not, even, I guess probably when you're with the parent of your child, they know your triggers. Mm-hmm. Once you get a person pregnant or you're pregnant by a person, for some reason, we just know each other's triggers like that. And they can push it. Like and I don't know if they do it on him. purpose or accidentally, like but the, he he may not consciously know the triggers, but it's things about him that are going to trigger you. Mm-hmm. And so either way, once you have a baby with a person, I, that's where I'm at with my mental illness. Right. Somehow they get so tuned into either consciously or unconsciously, they are a trigger. Yeah. They can push your buttons without trying. Mm-hmm. It's a pain in the ass. Oh, such a pain in the ass. How so are you like, a trigger for him, do you think? Um, I, he's such an interesting character. I don't think that 
I don't think he has many triggers. He doesn't, he's impenetrable in that way because he doesn't even conceptualize things to even think about triggers or anything of that nature. I can, I'll get under his skin if I say some shit that he's not doing, but that's anybody. It's not necessarily a trigger. That's anybody being like, ah, but the way he responds to it is unlike other people. But I don't, I really can't say he has too many triggers. Really can't. You just have pre-existing feelings about him that gets, I guess, re, you, you, they get touched by a certain circumstance you all might find yourselves in. For me? Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you have pre-existing, like, annoyances (laughs) from him that kind of resurface Mm -hmm. whenever y'all encounter a new, whatever interaction y'all might have, a new situation. Yeah, still the same person. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's sad, too, but whatever. Um, (laughs) but anyway, that new book is nice, and I like it. Yeah. I hope it gets you through that. Books. (laughs) Ray, I have loaned you. I have loaned you. Yes, I'm still working on it. Reading it. Uh, the ways of the superior man. How is it so far? You was right. Everything I built it up to be. No, I did sell it. You sold it. You were right. I get it. I get why you kept recommending it to me last week. So immediately after I opened it up, it already had some gems in it from. I think the biggest thing that I've really taken away from it was the part where it's like, it says your partner will test you. Mm-hmm. And it, it says you want to reach your Shiva or your Shiva. I, I don't know. I'm calling it Shiva too. Shiva. <laughs> <laughs> Shiva, Shiva, Shiva. And you want to become your supreme self. You want to be so, you just want to be self-aware to the point that you can see it coming but you don't let it throw you off your path. You acknowledge it. It doesn't... I think my methods was ignoring things. Like, acting like things didn't bother me. As a means to be spiteful. And that kind of takes me back to what you were kind of talking about as far as what you were going through with your baby father, where you got triggers and somebody can really have mind control over you. Not consciously, mm-hmm. but things they do take you to a place and it makes you react emotionally. And I feel like that's where we lose control of our true selves. Uh-huh. And we must keep an even kill so a person don't know how to move us. And that's been my concept through life. Like, I'm not going to show you my true reaction because then you got me. And then you can make me react. Only is one person that got like that before and I don't let nobody get me there no more it's just like nah I'm gonna have to I'm gonna breathe it out I'd be pissed off don't get me wrong but it's just I don't want to show you that but anyway trying to be that that Shiva I'm trying to get there my direction was off though or the way he put it my direction is off my method was just ignoring people like literally not giving you no reaction pretending to be indifferent towards shit and now I can see no Acknowledge it. Deal with it. But still don't let it take you off your rocker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And look, there was a lot of jewels in that book. Or just having friends that keep you in check and keep you balanced and tell you the honest truth. People that are continue to challenge you. And we kind of get into a rut where we, we have our insecurities. We have things that we struggle with mm-hmm. and our fears. And we don't present them to the world. We try to keep up an iron front. And make everybody believe everything is all right everything is perfect with this but in all actuality we're human we in our heads a lot we talk to ourselves a lot it's just the nature of the beast 
And to have somebody out there that if you do talk to and share everything that you're going through, whatever your goals are, whatever you're thinking about doing, if you think about doing some stupid shit, somebody that puts you back in check to say, yo, don't do that. It's not a good idea. That was another gym. Like I just took straight from that because it's just like, yo, that's what I felt, feel like I have, you know, it's just like I can tap into it when I want to. But at the same time, it's just like I need honest people around me. I need people that's going to keep it real, not sugarcoat shit, because so I do recommend that book to anybody. I'm not even I'm just finishing up the first part because I was reading it yesterday and I read it on Friday. Um, so it's broken into like what is it, like three or four parts. I think it's four, maybe even five parts. I like how the sections are relatively short. Yeah, so you can go back to it if you want to go back to Anytime. it. Anytime. So you don't feel like you gotta like be caught up. Like if you're in the middle of a chapter and you gotta stop to go do something, it's just like no, I can finish up this yeah. part of it yeah. and go. Yeah. It's not really a big deal to sit there and get through the book. It's great so far. I'm gonna finish it probably by the next week. I'm just and glad you read it, man. Yeah, it's good. I mean, like I, I gave it to you. I didn't. I haven't even finished it, but it has done wonders from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Wonders, and I just beforehand I thought I just understood women so well, and I thought I understood myself so well. Mm-hmm. Just reading that book challenged things, and a lot of stuff is true. Like you just said, I got people who I can count on to challenge me or to call me on my shit or to compliment me. I got all that. A lot of the stuff they were saying you want in your circle, I have. Mm-hmm. Great. But the mindset, the thought process, the way I accept a woman's energy, the whole feminine and masculine energy thing, yeah. it just like clicks, yeah. clicks, Hell yeah. clicks in my head. That, that portion of it was definitely because I didn't realize what my masculine energy was and how I carry it. Because I'm not I'm not the, I guess, in your face with it type of person, but I just have a strong, like my perspective is a masculine perspective at all times. It's my approach to life, but I receive feminine energy well until it gets on the side of feelings like, and I get fucking, that's when it's just like, and it's not intentional. It's just like, I wasn't taught to feel. I'm just now acknowledging my own feelings in a certain way. So now I'm still trying to. Where I do want feminine energy all the time, I yearn for it because I need that to keep myself balanced. It's not really naturally my state. So I have to seek it out and acknowledge it. Sometimes I reject it because I can't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I'm glad, man. I'm glad. So I'm enjoying it so far. It's a good book. I'm I'm, I'm probably be finished it this week, but I got to be fully transparent. Marley wet that shit. So... She wetted on fucking Wednesday. So I'm buying another one. I'm going to give you the new one and keep that one. Don't worry about it. You'll have a new one next so week. So this is my goddaughter. It's all forgiven. Yeah, no, that's definitely your goddaughter. So. <laughs> <laughs> you going to have to eat that. But no, I'm going to buy you another one anyway because I want to keep really, it. I don't even want to give it back. I wanted you to want it for yourself. Yeah. Because for me, it's a book that I will loan out, but I have to keep it because I, I know I'm going to have to go back to you it. You got to. I know I have to go back to it. Because I've had to go back to sections that I've read already when I'm going through a situation with my lady. Like, let me go back and check something real quick. And it has helped me adjust my approach to the situation. Mm-hmm. It's, I call it my dictionary now. It's, a, it's, it's, it's my book. The Ways of the Superior Man. And what I always remember to say is, Shay, you should read it. I mm-hmm. haven't told you to read it. I think I women think should read it. No. I read the, um, the foreword. And he was saying the reason he titled it 
the way of the superior man. It's just really about being superior being, the superior being, because it has advice that can be translated for you right. or for anybody. It's just that exactly. he's he was saying I'm a man, so I had to write sure. it from a man's sure. perspective. Exactly. But this could be a woman, or this could be a a homosexual relationship. Like it could be a woman to woman, or a man to man. It could go either way. But really, those energy, the polarity. It's about the energy. So you can have as a, you could be a woman. You're obviously a woman, but you could have. You could be a woman. <laughs> you could be a woman. You, you, have, you might be. Have some <laughs> And you want to be in a situation where your masculine energy is matched by your partner's feminine energy. Mm-hmm. You want to have that type of balance. So if your masculine hair, he should be feminine in that same area. It's, man, I love it. I love it. It's, ever it's good. Since I, in the past, I remember I hated to read, man. But ever since I started really being conscious about reading, like really just making a determination, you know, I'm going to read. Every day I'm going to read something. Mm-hmm. Man, I just feel like my world opened up in ways. It opens up so much. Absolutely. We literally were just talking about it. It's important to read. Yeah. It's really important. Because you just get information, inspiration, Mm -hmm. just inspiration. Perspective. Yeah. I mean, because when I read, I I I don't I can read I can read super fast. Mm Mm-hmm. But when I read super fast, I'm not digesting. Yeah. When I read, I don't know, moderately fast. I stop all the time, and I'm like, I, I, I stop and I think about what I just read, and it's mm-hmm. gonna take me longer. Or you go back and I read, it, back again. And read yeah. it again. That happened yeah. to me. So while reading this book, that's why I was probably taking. I would have probably, I would probably be on the second section of that book right now. But I really went back and read shit over because I really. I had to read stuff over. And I think I picked up that habit from being in college or just having this actually study. Like I wasn't reading shit. For the long term, I was reading shit to get the test done, mm-hmm. and it was just like I would read it, memory, read, but it wasn't resonating with me. It was more so of a so I can answer this question, move the fuck on. I wouldn't care to even revisit it ever again. So now, and after I graduated college, I literally told myself I was never reading again, just because of the amount of material I had to cover. It was just ridiculous to me. But now, probably I think probably three years ago, I started reading again, just mm-hmm. reading different about books. Two, three years, maybe not even three. Probably about two, some change. And yeah, it's opened my world, man. I definitely recommend that book, though. Like I said, I'm going to pass it along. Um, pay for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Appreciate it. It's a great one. So for me, that book is a great way to focus on my mental health. And one of the topics we're going to discuss today is insecure, like a little recap, a little recap of insecure. And I always find it interesting what each of us is going to pull from watching a particular show. In this case, Insecure. Shay is pulling something different from interactions and relationships. Now, when you were saying that you think they made the division of the groundwork for the next season, mm-hmm. we're on the same page there. Mm-hmm. But when you touched on the mental health and other things, I was like, huh, I didn't take that type of mindset to it. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to hear where you're coming from. Um, one of the first, I mean, it was in the last episode, but it was one of the first things that I took from the overarching thing. Um, something I think is going to be in the first season. I don't know, but it's just my thought process. But mental health, I feel like Nathan, the guy that she was dealing with, that disappeared and then came back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like he he has some mental health issues. I think he might be suffering from some form of depression. 
but he can't vocalize it. He doesn't have the words to say. He doesn't, he hasn't talked to anybody. And I loved how they portrayed it. I loved the scene where he was talking to her and trying to explain himself. Cause that was a real conversation that I've had with men where they're just like, this is, uh, but, and it's not, he can't even formulate any words to really say, but it's a feeling and I could see the feeling and I could see the hurt. Something was really going on with him, but he couldn't vocalize it. So that's why I think it's, um, it might be issues of mental health. I don't want her to throw him away just yet. I honestly don't. Why? Because I, Cause I like, wanted her to throw him away. I know. I think everybody <laughs> wanted her to throw him away, but I never like how, throwing people away. It's hard. How long <laughs> is it okay to wait for a person who ghosted you? Um, I don't think you should wait at all. She in this nigga house. Yeah, or, she was like I mean, hiding for like, it. It was a lot. It was a lot. And I think she was dealing with some mental things too. Clearly and she, she said it. She said it. She was like, you know, he gave her a feeling that she didn't know she could get from anybody else. Um, and she was kind of chasing that. So I think she probably has, she had some things she was dealing with and her friend's situation wasn't helping her. Like her, just her friend's period. Molly tried, but Molly had her own shit as well as she <laughs> always does. She's exhausted. Um, Chad actually. <laughs> He's not even like really on the show, but it's Lawrence's friend. Lawrence's friend, funny oh, as hell. Chad is yeah. hilarious. He's funny to as me. hell. Him and Kelly might be Kelly. my Kelly. Kelly yeah, I like Kelly. She's hilarious. Yeah, I like Kelly. Yeah, they're 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 two of my faves. Kelly just keeps it light. When everything is seeming heavy on that show, Kelly is that mm-hmm. sigh of relief. She brings it all the way around because. Even with Issa, she's simple as hell. Like, it's not many scenes where it's just like, even when she's serious, it's hard to really get things out of her. Mm-hmm. She's one of those people who's just awkward. And I think that's what it, I think that's what's kind of interesting about the show, period. It's just like, she seems like a ditz at a lot of the times to me. Like, just go with the wind, but at the same time, she feels deeply about a lot of shit, but mm-hmm. she just doesn't know how to express it. And or doesn't feel comfortable. She she probably does know how, but she just doesn't feel comfortable with expressing a lot of things. So she's just trying to figure it the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So I do like that about Easton. Overall, though, Kelly is my probably my favorite character. I was definitely in a Lawrence High for a long time. Um, that's why I was kind of salty when I thought he wasn't going to be in the season at all. Mm-hmm. So to see him come back a little bit for for his little brief appearance was cool. Um, Nigga out there catching a clap and shit at 30. At 30? Just, damn, bro. Damn. <laughs> like, yeah. we can't be doing that. Like, it looked like he was living his yeah. best life, but come on, fam. Like, yeah. I don't even know what how reckless you really are. But, uh, I don't know. This season was so far, because I haven't finished the last two episodes. So I don't know what happens, lastly. But up until what I saw, I mean, the show Maybe was pretty spoilers, good. This season was good. You can spoil mind. it for me. Sabotaging ass. Let's ask who Molly favorite know what the character fuck is. Molly can't stand her. Cannot stand Molly. I can't stand her. I I get a lot of her viewpoints. I understand a lot of the moves she makes work wise, but pretty much anything outside of that part of her friendship with Issa. Like I like. I love their friendship actually, but Summer she like puts so much of her onto Issa. I think. Because Issa is this, I don't know, running with the wind, flailing arms, be like, I'm here. 
universe, accept me and help me figure it out kind of person. And Molly's just like, this is what it is, this is what I need to do. But I also I just feel like she sabotages so much of her own life and doesn't even realize it. Or not even that she doesn't realize it, she justifies the the sabotage with some old other shit that most times doesn't even have anything to do with the sabotage that you're you're performing at this moment. You'll sabotage something to say, oh, but this is why. And it doesn't make sense. It doesn't even correlate. Um, even with this, uh, the Asian guy she's supposed to go out that she went out with and he made a joke, a, a joke that was on trend for a joke that she made to mm-hmm. him, but you still in your feelings about something you really shouldn't even been involved in in the first place. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know that he's fully unaware of it, but he makes this joke and you, you, you leave the date, the date's over and you act like he did something wrong and you're making it so you're making it seem like he did something wrong to your friends it blows my mind but Mm -hmm. she eventually apologizes calls him and like owns up to it but it's because Issa called her and was like bitch you're so negative like it's ridiculous like you you expect the worst of people and then you make it so like you'll find this thing and see like oh that's the negative thing that I knew was inside of him no it wasn't so no no I hear you talking. You you clearly pay attention more than I do. Is Drew cheating on his wife, or is that truly? I don't think that he's cheating. I do think it's an open relationship, but it's it's so they didn't really give us a lot. I think it's an open relationship, but I feel like they probably had rules, as you should in an open relationship. You got to have rules, and I I just because of the way that Molly interacts with his lady and the way that he interacts with Molly and his wife when they're together. I feel like he broke a rule dealing with Molly, and maybe that's why it's not. You know, it's it has this weird ear to it. My bone of contention with Molly, and I think it was telling about her character. Period. Was remember in the last season when she found out her dad cheated on her mom way back, and her mom took him back, and she couldn't reconcile that within her own head. That let me know she wasn't prepared for a relationship to begin with. So that kind of explained the spiral that she's been in mm-hmm. in regards to being in and out of situations and fucked up situations, mind you, with a bunch of different dudes. Like she had the one dude played by Little Rel, lawyer, come from somewhere else. He was really into her, trying to get big. Like they did what they did, but she didn't respect him for something small, mm-hmm. something surface level. And then you in this whole situation with Dro, of course, it's not fully fulfilling because he's never going to be yours. He's in a, right. he's married, but you're really into this guy. You like him. But meanwhile, you're pushing off every guy that's really into you and trying to go out and get what you want. But those wants don't want you. You have to kind of get in tune with knowing who's for you or, you know, what's not what you deserve, but kind of what the universe is telling you about, because every, every now and again, a a good person to come to you and you not, you can't receive it because of some superficial thought or scheme that you got planned in your brain. I just don't understand that. That's why I don't care. Like even with her working at the black law firm, she has so many superficial ideas that she can't respect the situation that she's in fully. Like, I get it. They don't have, you know, email court or what electronic correspondence or mm-hmm. mail delivery. Like, certain shit that she was getting at the white law firm, but they're building. Respect the situation that you're in. You wanted to be in a, a, a work around people that were more like you. You wanted to get a fair shot. You wanted to feel like your voice was respected in the room. Well, now you can earn that. And then when the girls in the law firm wanted to work with her, she decided to work. So you got a weakness for niggas at the same time. 
And then call coming back. You go after the nigga that don't want you. Like For me, Molly is not one of my least favorite characters. She's probably the most interesting character on the show. Because I see her in so many people that I interact with. I see the struggle. I see... And it makes me wonder things. Like, I'm going to ask you, if a guy got, his, got hair from another guy, I think the guy was in... No, he didn't go to college. But at some earlier point in his life, he allowed the guy surprise him and started. He allowed the guy... He allowed himself to finish. Hadn't done anything other than I'm glad she saw him again this season. Why would that, he that? was another issue I had with her. But, um... For me, it, it, it wouldn't be um, something that will alter. No, it wouldn't be a deal breaker for me. But I can, I, I want to be firm in saying I don't think a lot of women would say that. I don't think a lot of women. A lot of women are homophobic. I, yeah, I don't think that it, it would be a deal breaker for <laughs> other women. I feel. I mean, I can't speak for every other woman, but in just my conversations with a lot of women, I know I. It, would be a deal breaker. It's just strange to me. Why, if this happened in, in a person's past, and I'm interested in you, even if the person was bisexual, let's say, but he's telling you he wants to be exclusive with you, why is that a deal breaker? <laughs> Gay. I know. And that's fine. It, it is fine. I think. But I'm saying, if he's saying, yes, I'm attracted to men, if he's Frank Ocean, I'm attracted to men, I'm attracted to women. But I'm a person who is committed in relationships. I'm not a cheater. I want to be with you. You care that he had, in his history, has had sex with guys? I don't get that. Maybe because I'm a guy and I have messed and dealt with women who are bisexual. It doesn't, I don't get how it bothers you. I don't get how it can create insecurities in a woman because that's something I heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't get it. I get yeah. that. I get how it can create insecurities. I feel like. Women you think you're going to cheat on by a guy, then you should probably... You should probably not be with something. a guy. But I think they... It's, but it doesn't even... It's not about feeling like you're going to get... You feel like that, but that's not really the root of it. That's not really the concern. It's really insecurities and that they already have. Void of this person, they're going to have those insecurities with everybody. But now if you introduce a guy that's bisexual or has been with men... And then is does it in the past, but he's saying he's straight. He wants to be with you. You now have in your mind like, all right, so this is an insecure person. So you are a guy that fucks women, and you could fuck men too. So now this pool of people that you could fuck other than me is now bigger than what it was. Literally, it was very big. I mean, that's why my adage means the most in relationships to worry about yourself. We worry about so much shit that we have no control over. Huh. Sure. No, we definitely worry about things we have no control over. For me, a person's past, if, if I was to, I don't even speak about myself. If a woman was to question me about my past and I just laid it all out there, it's, I have never got hit from a guy. But the things I'm going to tell you is probably going to be worse. Mm. No. no, no, no. When I say worse... Think about some of the stuff we've done. They ain't do no shit like that. <laughs> no, it's just different. For me, for me, it's all the same. For me, getting ahead from a guy, it's not my twist, but... It might be somebody's. I don't understand... No. I can understand how it could be somebody else. I've heard... 
why do why like somebody say a mouth is a mouth? Right. So why do we want to know about each other's past? That's my question. Why do we want to know? Only thing I need to know about your Your sexual. If you got STDs, us now. Right. If you got STDs, that's all I want to know. It's just like if we told a woman everything. I said to a woman, "This could be true. This could not be true. I'm just going to say it. I have had sex in a situation. I've had multiple threesomes. I have had sex with two girls and like six guys in a room." I didn't touch the guys, though. If I say all these things I have done, wouldn't that make her feel just as insecure? Yeah, that's why you don't tell her. It's better that you don't tell her. Oh, by the way, this one time when I was asleep, this guy came into my bed, started sucking me off. It felt good. I didn't realize who it was at first. Then I put my hand on his head, and I started realizing it was a body. I don't know no chicks with a body. It was a guy. I came in his mouth. I ain't stopped. I ain't gonna stop. It is what it is. I don't see how that's worse than me saying, one time... I was in a room having sex with a girl. My homie came in. I let her get my homie head. Then I went and got her cousin. Then I had sex with her and her cousin. I mean, Shay, which one's worse? I fuck cousins. At the same time, had a threesome with cousins. Sisters. Okay. They allowed that's, it. I don't that's fine. That's bad. Honestly. But the past the, the is... how is... I feel like it's all on the same playing field. Sex is on, on the same playing field. Why would you want to know somebody's past? I, I really want to know, know why. Why would you want to know that much detail? Why would you? Why would somebody care? I'm really. Maybe I'm on an island. Like I really don't want to know. I they would were like being silly. They were just talking about who their past and like for Molly and Jared. And I think they were just like being goofy, saying, "Ah, oh, you ain't never do. You ain't never da 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 da." And that was his. Well, this is what happened. My one yeah. time at being camp. Yeah. It was. It was definitely. Yeah, it wasn't her like he, trying to get. They was. They was joking around. It wasn't pride. Yeah. It was yeah. a light conversation yeah. they were yeah. having. You know, but she judged them. Mm-hmm. Explain why you behave the way you behave now. Yeah, that's that's the past. Like I need that. to. I would. But I that's not a. Out. Yeah, but that's the. That's not. How many partners you had. Or what you did with those people that you did in the past is different than, you know, what did you take from a relationship? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's just a different I mean. question. Like, I don't really care you about that. But I, I guess that... It's just That type of shit. You know, why didn't your last situation work? Right. How can we do it better this time so that this situation works? That's the healthy conversation. Asking somebody about their sexual explorations for me just rings up too much insecurity in people because we in our heads a lot. I'd rather not know. I don't understand why is why sexual history breeds insecurity. It's it's already happened. Am I supposed to have never had sex when I met you? Because when we have sex later, you're gonna be thanking the people, metaphorically thanking the people who raised me up in this sex (laughs) game to have what I got. I think that masculine energy again. So coming up, nobody wanted to marry a hoe perceive a, a girl that people would perceive as a hoe or a, a girl that was perceived as promiscuous we would be careful of that because guys were hoping that they wouldn't end up falling victim to getting a girl fucked by somebody else I, I i i feel like that's majority of the reason we want to believe that we got the most pristine clean girl we want to marry the virgin but we enjoy fucking hoes that's just what say, it is. Yeah, you want to marry the virgin to that, then have to teach her. That's the... Mm-hmm. No. You want to marry the virgin prude girl to show the world that your life is perfect. 
But at the end of the day, you enjoy fucking hoes. She, my, I, my concern with being with virgins from probably the second version I was with was she gonna want to fuck somebody else at some other. Point. She gonna need to. That's she, if I'm all she know. The only times I was cheated on by was by perceived good girls. Makes sense. I've never been cheated on by a girl that was like you know in the mix a little bit, but not. It was always the girls that were like. You know, the good, innocent angels that you wouldn't, nobody suspected of doing anything. Sure. Because they were curious. Mm-hmm. They think it's more out there in the world. They still got a lot to learn. <laughs> more is. experiences to get. <laughs> it is. And I respect that process. Mm-hmm. I can read, I respect everybody's learning process. That whole good girl, wanting a good girl thing is just unhealthy. In it is. Way because you, ultimately, like, you put her in this box and it's so... You it's not fair. Like she's not human. Like she mm-hmm. can't air the way a human would air. So now she's a, she could do the most minute of things that might just not be in tune with what you thought. But it's so catastrophic because you put her so high up on mm-hmm. this pedestal. So the fall was crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's I, I hate it. I don't. I just oh my god. It's kind. It's it don't make sense if I, if this person doesn't have any experience with much. And I put them on this. I'm expecting them to fail because you don't know shit. Like we, we don't. If we get the gray hairs, we got some wisdom, right? I mean, we spent some time here. You haven't experienced nothing. You haven't done nothing. You don't know. So I'm expecting you to be curious because I'm curious. We all are. I want to know. It's for me. Everybody does. Sex is about experiences. You want to know, you got this experience with this guy who's been giving to you the same way for a year. You were a virgin. He took it. He was going to do the same way for a year. Now you've been talking to your girlfriend. You hear about all these other types of experiences that you're not getting at home. Why wouldn't you be curious about how it would be for you? Girl, he put his foot on my neck. (laughs) (laughs) Girl, he put his toe in my eye, girl. I ain't never had a nigga do that. He popped his thumb in my butt. Oh. You that, that's gross. No, girl, I felt cool. <laughs> now you hey. take a man put my your thumb in my butt, and he like, where you get that from? She's not going to say she, it at all she, because she not? knows that you have her, and that's what I'm saying. Like it puts a girl in this box. Oh, so yeah, she's not, you think, like, she's not comfortable with telling you because she, she's not comfortable. So with she's gonna go out that. and do that with somebody else because. That's- she doesn't have to explain that to him. She just like, I'm gonna try some different shit. So she gonna call Tyrone. Tyrone gonna pop that thumb right in her butt. Yep, yeah. no hesitation. She wanna act. She wanna act. That's why. You... <laughs> That's him wetting his thumb. <laughs> Tyrone gonna pop that thumb right in there. Yeah, oh, man. Stop yeah. And respect your person's past. Don't be all up in their history. Yeah, just don't ask a question you're not comfortable with knowing the answer to. It's just like, niggas be like, I don't know, niggas, or maybe women do too, but just ask all types of weird questions and just be like, why does it matter? I don't even I, know how many you had sex with. I don't care. I don't need to know how the last guy was. I don't even know how anybody was having sex with you. Hmm? What, I, what I need to know is how Am I doing my job? Right. Am I doing, am I effective in my, am I laying this wood on you? Are you happy with what I'm doing? And if not, how can I be better? If not, if that's not the the question, then it's just like, like yeah, my man had a fifteen foot, fifteen inch pole. It's just like, 
Bitch. I'm like, what's wrong with your stomach? Right. <laughs> I don't hey, want to follow that. that. Did you you, know just, made, you, you just made me. Right. You just made me nervous. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was he hitting? Honestly, honestly. <laughs> if I was to hear something, I, then I'm going to want I'm gonna have questions. That's, you don't want to know. It's better but not I, to. And then I'm going to be pissed off at some of the things I hear. It's up to what I'm saying. Was he going... long and skinny? Was he stabbing him? That's the thing I hear. Dagger, 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 dagger. dagger. Long and thick, he filled me up. Now like, I, I need that. I was like, good luck. <laughs> good luck. I don't got it. I'm sorry, baby. I love you. You said 10 inches. That's not me. I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't fulfill you. <laughs> it would need more dick, less dick. <laughs> Get some more. <laughs> That's enough? All right, cool. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, so, I don't know. But Insecure as a show. I think it's pretty funny, but mm-hmm. I don't like it as a show. Yeah, I like the, the drama and I like the comedy in it. I like the characters in it. I think it's I think it was I'm loving the color on on television. It's a lot. I would just say I wanna say it's a lot, but then I wanna say I see I still see a lot of shows where I see absolutely no color. Yeah, and you know color. what? Color. And it's Netflix, more Netflix is okay. dropping a lot of shows with no color and it really Bothers me. I watch a show called Atypical. I love that show. It's about a child, a kid who's autistic. He's graduating high school. It's a great show. Not a drop of color. This season two, they had a drop of color. First season, no color. A bunch of shows I see on Netflix, it'd be no color. And for me, it matters. If mm-hmm. I see the title screen, the picture, and there's no color, it turns me off. It's just it's something about it because I feel like. I grew up and I could say I relate, I could relate to shows with all white people, shows with no color. But now I feel like I can't relate to a show with just no absent of any person who has experienced anything other than being white. Mm-hmm. I'll take, I like Asian shows. Mm-hmm. I like, like Fresh Off the Boat. I love that show. Blackish, you love it. I mean, it's a show on Netflix called Carbon Copy. I tried to watch that. Dog, it's not that good. But I watched the whole season. But I was watching it because I like the Asian guy. I've seen him in other stuff, mm-hmm. and I like him. They made the Asian guy into a white guy. The show is based off the premise that you can change bodies. The guy is really Asian. They put him in a white body. Mm-hmm. Like the Netflix don't do me like that. I like the Asian guy. I wanted him to be the main character. I like, and when I say color, I, it don't got to be. It can be Asian, it can be black, it can be Indian, it can be whatever. Just something that I had to experience other than white woman or white man. Absolutely. But I'll, I'll take on the white. You can give me that too. I want some diversity. You want diversity. Yeah. You want it to look like the world you live in. Yeah. Somewhat. I mean, my office, diversity. Everywhere I go to a degree, there's some level of diversity. Even just a little bit. I don't need... I'm with I'm with a show about a law firm and you show me two black people, I'm gonna say that's, that's true. Typical. I you can tell me? you that I mean, it's yeah, true. Yeah, and that's why I brought that topic up. Yeah. Just you understand that. And I'm gonna say, you know what, this is real because Ray was in that situation. So I can believe it. At least let me believe it. I don't believe you live in a town with man not a anybody yeah. of any color. Yeah. Like I can't fuck with friends. Yeah. I think friends is actually pretty funny. Can't fuck with it. It's no, it's no color. Where is it? There's nobody in here. It's fucking New York City. <laughs> it's not one inch of color until you drop Gabrielle Union on me. 
She was on Friends? Yeah, she was on Friends. Um, I, ain't, Ross, I ain't never watched Ross the show. fucked with the black chicks. Oh, yeah, he all right. Did. He did. I wasn't and into it. he had it. a few black girls. He had, he had like two or three. Yeah. Oh. He did, but he also ended up with Rachel, so. <laughs> Whatever to that. I ain't watching them shows. Well, speaking I, about lack of diversity, mm-hmm. and this is why we need it on the television mm-hmm. and on the streaming. So, nine-year-old boy. Shade tagged us in this book. <laughs> Nine-year-old boy apparently even brushed by or literally touched. Uh, what I'm about to say and do is something that I don't <laughs> think is okay. And this is never what I want it to be. I don't ever want it to be because this is what I heard. And this is what you can hear on the video. Who wants to touch a black button? Blah, blah, blah. I don't ever want it to be like, she's not attractive. Why would anybody sexually assault her? Because that we know that's not true. Yeah, that's what I said about Constant. Exactly. I was wrong. But at the same time, this nine-year-old boy <laughs> brushed up or touched this woman. She is absent of an ass. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no cheeks there at all. No thighs. I, don't, I can't imagine what he touched. It would have had to have been an accident. Because you're not bumping into nobody because you're so fucking scared. One of the skinny. comments under the video was like, he probably thought he was just leaning up against the wall. Oh, she was so <laughs> skinny. Like, no type of meat. Nothing. No curve. And I'm just like, I'm not no trying curvature. to diss her, but when the, the other one, a bystander is saying, you ain't got no ass anyway. What are they touching? And all that shit. I'm like, boy, I don't want you to say that, but that's the truth. What the fuck is he touching? Meanwhile, you calling the cops. The cops, the 911, excuse me, the 911 gave you no time. They cut her shit off. People stand by and. At one point, you were saying out. she's the cop yeah, in the video. Mm-hmm. I think it was something obviously mentally. It was something wrong. Wrong. This lady was mentally yeah. disturbed. I, I found that abundantly clear just by how she was talking. She had no rationale behind what she was doing. Exactly. So it was hard for me to give it full energy. It's just like we got another nutcase out here that's. She literally said she was sexually assaulted. Yeah. But, and she and this is probably why not. Because I can imagine being a 911 operator and someone calling and saying, I was just sexually assaulted. Oh my God, what happened? This nine-year-old boy brushed past me. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, this is more emergencies, man. <laughs> right. Like, what? right. Just throw me off. Go like, talk to his parents, about? please. She's we're, we're not... nine. Right. On the phone. That's why I... Like, right, please, talk to his parents and y'all about? figure that out. Don't call 911 with this bullshit. And we have to have that. Can we please, can there be a check in place with 911 to say, listen, this is an emergency and this is not. This is not your personal hotline for whenever you feel uncomfortable about some shit. Learn to deal with your own issues in your life. Learn how to resolve your own fucking conflicts sometimes. We're not going to, because this is what we're putting people in a line of dangers. We try to keep our interaction with police to a minimal for a reason, because we don't want our situation to be escalated because... It could have been something very circumstantial that we could have figured out on our own, especially as an adult. It's adults. And we're involving uh, the authorities here to come and intervene. And then they take drastic measures to resolve some shit we could have settled with a conversation. Right. You have a son. I have two sons. Absolutely. Your son. Our sons are going to get to the age where hopefully they don't, but possibly they try some of the shit we did. I dare you to touch your butt. Shout out to the woods. Catch a girl pretty. You know what? He's going to do shit that I did. He's going to do some shit. We got to expect that. I know he is. But if he's in a store, first of all, 
I want to say, I, I got to be honest, I am going to be a part of the interaction with my son when we both see a federal ass. I'm like, damn, and we have a father. Did, I, did, I, did I text you? <laughs> I, I know I told yeah, y'all. Yeah, you did text me. I feel like you said something about it. <laughs> me and my boy. He was like, yo. Yeah. And I think that's okay and appropriate. But my son this shit is very proud moment. moment. Like, and yes. you feel good about it. Because like, I can share this with share you. Share this. Yes. <laughs> like, you, you enjoy a lot with your kids. Like, you enjoy the ass as much as I do. Listen, I'm a well-known. I enjoy a fat ass. I don't have to have one all the time. I just enjoy looking at them. I admire them. You know, all shapes and sizes. Like, I, I really have a, an issue with it. And my woman knows this. She acknowledges it. She's she deals with it the best she can, and my son, him, kind of taken to that without me ever having to explain that to him. That's it just that. felt good. It was like, oh, like I didn't feel like a creep. I like, <laughs> oh, it's natural. So you know, stare at that ass. It's a good you don't gotta touch it. Just stare. Because to we don't teach him not to touch it. Yeah, just, just stare. You know, just check it out. Check it out. We're gonna teach him the proper way to not really stare, but to get a. Good luck. Take as much in as you can take in in an appropriate amount of time or in an appropriate amount of uh, different amount of glances. For me, I'm just wondering if my son or your son accidentally or even on purpose not really you know, grabbed the butt, slapped the butt. But I can say there were times where I brushed up on the butt. Accidentally on purpose. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm with you. <laughs> 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 you my son's accidentally on purpose brushes up against the butt, keeps it moving, wasn't extra inappropriate. He tried to be smooth about and it. And the woman flipped. Flipped out. How are you going to handle that? I have to discipline him for that. Because in a certain way, I want to not judge him because. Of course, I would have done the same thing when I was a kid. But at the same time, it's wrong. You don't touch somebody. that You're violating her body. So, therefore, I have to discipline you for that. Not that I'm judging you for it, but because I want to teach you the right way. Because this could really be an issue later. You know what I mean? So, we're not going to encourage this behavior because it goes from brushing past the ass and it can escalate to you really physically grabbing some ass to you humping some ass. That you, you know what I mean? And... Number one, I don't know how she's going to react. If she turn around and smack you in your fucking face, she's justified. Because you violated her body. Yep. So I'm going to protect you in that way. So I'm going to whip, protect you by whipping your ass a little bit. Probably not even, you know, strongly, but just a little smack inside the head a couple of times. You know what I mean? And then a conversation. See, for me, I'm not touching him. For me, I'm going to give him a public discipline. Mm-hmm. She says something. She's hyperbotic. I'm going to be hyperbotic. Oh, why you do that? I'm going to be as nigga seen in there, honestly. <laughs> but then outside of there, I'm going to talk to him. I'm like, listen, man. You probably brushed up against her too hard. You got to be smart. Like, this is how you got to do it. I'm trying to teach him to be appropriate. But I'm going to always try to be honest with my kids. I'm like, look, this is what I did. It is a different time. Yeah. If a woman slaps you, it is she's justified in her right. If she turn around and hook off on you, she is poorly within the Have you ever been slapped? No. I have. No, never been slapped. I've been slapped one time. Never been slapped. Because my It wasn't a stranger. My accidentally on brushes. I slept I've slept many strangers. My accidentally on purpose brushes are like truly they seem like an accident. It's like I don't go out my way. I just don't move. 
and I might skew to one angle when I was doing these things. And it would be a very light brush. It was not like I'm really getting into the flesh. Mm-hmm. It would just be super light. I really don't even feel that. I just, oh. Whatever it does for <laughs> he me. He gave you some, some little bit of satisfaction. You got close enough. Yeah, I got close enough. You might have been a centimeter off. But. It's such an uncomfortable thing. Like, as a woman, like, having had that done, it's uncomfortable. Sure. It makes me feel like you're low-key a perv, honestly. Like, if you're yeah. doing this, like, in such a subtle way, like, so I don't notice it, but you have to do it because you need to feel okay. it. Like, what the fuck? Are, like, it's... <laughs> I get that, but like, it's what made you do it? Like, why did sure. you do it? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's a weird. What thing. mental? It's, it's what, a weird my bad. thing, and okay. I can't tell you whatever motive motivated me to have. Yeah. To just feel it against me. It's nothing like a. It's not even flesh to flesh. Listen, it's nothing like a soft ass. The first thing I be thinking about is is that joint is it soft? Because that's my number one criteria. Like, that joint looks soft as shit. Like, I can just grab that joint, my hand sinking to it. But, at the same time, if it's a stranger, I literally... Not now, as far as my staring goes, I'm not going to turn. Like, I've... Several times where if I'm staring at you guys, she turn around and look at me and shit, and we just make eye contact. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm looking at. You know you got a fat ass, and I'm enjoying it right now. So you can proceed to do what you was doing. I'm not going to say nothing to you. I am not going to touch you. I'm not approaching you. I'm not trying to get your number. But, yes, I'm looking at your ass. I know it feels weird for you to have somebody staring at you, but I'm not staring at your face. I'm staring at your ass. I'm a little bit different. <laughs> I try to make it, and I, I know I've been court. Many times that I've seen me get caught, and many times that I didn't think I got caught. Mm-hmm. But I'll I'll do the look, and then I'll find like a a way to do a no look. Like maybe I'm looking <laughs> at my phone, but I'm looking at the corner of my eye, or maybe I gotta tie my shoe. <laughs> I'm gonna turn my head as I tie my shoe. I just want to get a good. I just want to be able to take it all in. <laughs> That's all it is. Your ass so fat, it's gonna take me time to really just take it all in and appreciate it. Because really, I'm just appreciating your body. I don't want to touch you. I don't need to touch you. Right. I just appreciate a fat ass. I just want to... And you got to be an ass connoisseur. Appreciate it. I'm a connoisseur. It's like fine wine. Absolutely. And I feel like I'm going to keep the same energy. If you are liking how I build, I'll take off my shirt. I'll keep that same energy. You ever had a woman touch your arms? Hell yeah. Or touch your chest? Hell yeah. Absolutely. It's just a very... Oh, you're so funny. Uh And see, it's always a space for a woman to touch a man. I'll slap men for that. I've slapped men for For touching touching my I've slapped more men for touching my head that I don't know than touching my butt. Like, uh I don't like people I don't like people I don't know touching my head I barely like people I know touching my head. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And you know it's double for me because I'm short. (laughs) So nigga like Ray, what's up? Yo, chill. Don't touch my head, cuz like that's how my dad greets me. That's how my dad greets me. And even when I had hair, he always pets my head. But yeah. I just feel like, I don't know why guys are so infatuated, but especially with this short hair, because they'll just be like, uh, like literally a stranger. I always wanted to rub a lady with short hair head. Really? Bitch, I'm not hurt. Like, Did you wash your hands today? It's crazy, but I've been been touching ass. Men for that. Then... Touching my backside. And I touch men. I mean, I've, I've slapped a lot of men. I, I've never I've known before that moment. You ever slapped a man ass? Like a stranger? Mm-hmm. No, not a stranger. Well, are you sure? I don't know. Just whatever. Yeah. I mean, not a stranger. <laughs> I've slapped, but I've slapped guys' butts. 
Me either. I mean, yeah. That's why I did it. Like the guys that I did it because so, I knew it would make them uncomfortable. So like, it's this thing. Like she, like whenever I'm just chilling, like I could be getting dressed or just minding in my happy little world and shit. Fucking bending over the top of my shoe, like she would literally come up and just not even just smack it, like caress my ass or some shit. And it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> it makes me. <laughs> This is why we are all big walking, talking hypocrites. Like, I'm a hypocrite. That shit makes me very uncomfortable. I don't like the way it feels. I, I'm just not cool with it. So, I guess she does it because she knows it pisses me off a little bit. But it's just like, I'm not going to flip out because, yeah, I'm grabbing her ass all day long. But it's, it's just, it's one of those things that just gets to me a little bit. That's it it conflicts with my masculine energy. Ass slapping, having your ass slapped is a feminine energy. I don't have that type of feminine energy. I'm just not into it. But no, I, in some ways I'm a hypocrite. I haven't brushed on anybody accidentally on purpose. And that would be close to a decade. But I definitely, there definitely was a time where Ray was very abrupt and clear in his and I was very sly and slick with mine. I one time, right, it was this girl. She wasn't like a looker. But I can I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. I know exactly her Yo, her ass, ass was, was stupid. Phenomenal. So one day we I had the crib exactly. having a party, right? Like and, a horse. So one day we had the crib having a party. And I just had to be honest with her. I said, Listen, I don't like you in that way. Like I don't want to mess with you or nothing like that. I just need you to turn around, let me grab your ass one time. Like literally, I will not make it a sexual advance towards you because I don't even feel you like that, but your ass is so crazy. Can you please turn around and let me grab your ass one time? She did it. Yeah. But I just had to make that abundantly clear. It was in the apartment on 9th Street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to provide context. But... Just, oh my goodness. And she, that's a thing. I, I literally... See, for me, I remember I was an ass man. Then Ray corrupted and perverted me. <laughs> <laughs> Made me change perspective. It's way of you life. Know, the breast milk. Breast makes sense. Yeah. You know, they're soft. They feed us. Yeah. You know? They feed children. Everything. You know, ass is just ass. Ray was like, y'all know the ass, man. <laughs> we all these tangents and rants. Before I even knew what a rant was, Ray was ranting about ass. We would be in his basement. Girls were twerking before twerking was called twerking. I remember the first time I saw this big old booty door handstand. All in the so memories. But anyway, yeah, we do. We should make sure that our sons are aware of it, rather it be accidentally or on purpose or accidentally on purpose. You can't be brushing up on women. Absolutely not. But when it is a child and there's a grown ass woman, that grown ass woman, I feel like should be patient. Should be. Use this as a teaching moment. Work with me as the parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you call the cops on my child, we got a problem. Now, now you that's my child really issue tri- that yeah. I feel defensive about. I don't feel defensive uh, if you say something to me or you even say something to him in a, as an adult should speak to a child mm-hmm. that's not their own and then say something to me as the father. Now we can we can take a, a village on this. Mm-hmm. Right. But once you call the cops on my son, That's different. you put me in a space where I got to be defensive. Because <clears throat> I got to protect my child against the police. Exactly. And not, you know, you just made it a different circumstance. Exactly. Like, that was my whole... It was, that's why I said it was a, quite a few things at play here. It was, it was uh, 
the construct of racism. It was the the you weaponizing the Me Too movement. It was a lot at play there. It was just like it's so annoying. Why do we Why do we have to get here? Why is this boy and his sister crying in the street because you called the cops? Why do we get what does here? That say the boy is crying. He's afraid of the cops. He's a child. That's he's a kid, right? He doesn't know what's going on. He probably doesn't even think he touched you, and you made it into this thing where you're weaponizing me too. You're weaponizing the police. The police aren't a weapon. They're not a weapon. That's what it. That's what I'm saying. Is it's just dangerous. It was. It was a dumb scene. Hmm. Off that hoe. Oh, going off that hoe. Building in the way that we like to build off of <laughs> dumb hoes. <laughs> and people saying and doing dumb things. Mm. <clears throat> Our guy. Our guy. Mr. West. Wake up, Mr. West. Was in the That's building. why I sent that one. Because that was the beginning of it. Uh, I, we have tried so hard. To stay <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying this all weekend. Anytime I talk about, uh, it, I was like, "No," because y'all know Kanye has been. We we've stuck by him. We've stuck by him. I sent y'all those songs yesterday morning because I was in mourning. That's what you said. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. She said because I was like, "Why is she sending me this shit?" Because I'm hurt, I'm hurt, man. <laughs> I'm like, hurt. I was with you. I'm with I'm you 100. I had a mini Kanye West memorial yesterday too. I just went back and listened to like my favorite tracks from like all his albums yesterday. Ray had to uh, unbrainwash himself because he watched the Oval Office. I don't even know if it was a conversation. What do you think? I, I, I tried to unhear everything I heard, dude. It was, it was just, strange, it was, yeah, it was rough. It was hard to watch. Unless there was more to it, it doesn't seem like he got anything accomplished. It was hard to watch. And the, the crazy part is, I feel like he made some good points. He did. He did make some good points. As he always does. His right. delivery. And one, and I don't, I, it's so weird because I used to hate Charlemagne, but he's now making comments and things that make sense. And he said, he was like, you know, Kanye made a lot of good points, but it's the difference in saying these things on your feet. And then saying them on your knees. And I felt like he mm. pandered just like mm, mm. it was so many elements. It. it was his delivery. It was so much that you mm. did. Your the way your your commentary on women, how you you're not having a father figure at home made you not be down with I'm with her in the climate that women are in in this moment. Like and it's so much going on that you just didn't think about. You didn't have nobody on your team to say, fam. Or your no. wife, who has been sexually exploited as a teenager. We all forget Kim Kardashian has a, a, a underage sex tape. Now and then another sex tape. I mean, you would think that you would at least be in tuned into that. Because you have a partner who has been to a degree exploited. I don't know that Kim, Kim Kardashian ultimately has made money and built a career. But directly off of that tape or video, I don't know that she made money off of that. I gotta, I gotta think that even though she's been able to help her family build an empire off of that, it affected her right. in some type of negative ways because you were just exploited. You didn't ask for that. 
he was so out of touch right. that that's, and that's it really whole... it really bothered me and I was just so disappointed. <laughs> it was it it just it was so off putting, so many things and then some a lot of shit he was I mean, saying I wasn't was just like that's not I was, I was disappointed, disappointed. I was disappointed. But I wasn't disappointed. disappointed because I was surprised. No, I wasn't a disappointed was because of surprise. Like, I just felt like he I feel like Kanye was one of our soldiers. I feel like he would say the things to the people we don't get to say them to in a way right, that we right, right. would like to say it. Having the courage, Having the courage to stand, to, to come as you are, and to say what you feel without... Uh, I didn't hear that kind of, I mean that Charlemagne commentary, but that's it. that's it. It's one way to say it on your feet, and then you say it on your knees, dude. Don't go in there... Pander and trying to make him feel comfortable with what you had to say. No, you're supposed to be in there making him feel uncomfortable because shit is fucked up and it's wrong and we're trying to right these wrongs. And if you, you know what I mean? I love this guy. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not even mad at you. No. Just do what you no. want to do, man. No, you... That's... No. Like... No, you don't. Like, you can't tell me you possibly love this man. You don't know this man. <laughs> Thank you. You don't know him. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Stop saying you you <laughs> love his persona. Maybe you love what he what he represents, but you don't love him. You love what you've seen of him. You've seen him in glimpses. It's just hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, hard, it's man. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I don't like the way he tried to align black people with welfare because if you knew anything, Kanye, if you knew anything, it is the furthest from the fucking truth. But they made us the motherfucking, uh, what you call it, the sponsors. We the poster children. The, the poster children of the welfare. The poster children. And that's not even the case. White people's numbers in the, in the system that receive benefits almost doubles the number of black people. Doubles. I literally just looked it up, man. Because I was, because I, I knew it was a lie, but I was like, let me be, make sure I'm accurate. Let me make sure I'm saying the right things. So that, and you, him just continuing to say that welfare was a black thing and it's how we, um, what what did he say? Uh, made us Democrats and that's why it's not Dude. enough black fathers in the home or I they're did. overproducing oh my children. God. It was just too much. He was, it was he too was, much. Oh, so it was too much. Even the IQ shit, he was so hyped to be in a 98th percentile, but it, for the IQ test, a lot of people don't know. But it's based on the masses. All of our standardized tests are fam. That test wasn't built on your brain. You want If you want to assimilate, if you want to disassociate yourself with black people, fucking do that, Kanye. Be my guest. Just do it. Don't keep having these interviews and... Dog, literally at one point... He was he was saying another good point that he made that we are we we're not educated, Probably. but then he turns and says to somebody, "Yeah, we ain't educated, but in this accent, as if you're a black person putting on the voice of a black person." So many things were wrong with this interview, dog. It was just, I'm hurt, fam. Yeah, I <laughs> had, hurt. but I'm hurt. While all that's in mind, this is where I'm gonna take it because. That was the whole conversation. Mental health. Yeah, he all, bro. I'm nervous so much, and scared man. and afraid for what the future may hold for him mentally. Mm-hmm. As I don't want this to spiral into six I months from now. That's what I'm saying. We're talking about Kanye West committing suicide. And a lot of people are having that conversation. They could see Kanye offing himself. Yeah, that is what I took from it. 
the, this whole him coming into the industry, being who he was, having the courage to do the things he did, say the things that he said, and now doubling down on having the courage and, you know, trying to continue to, you know, push, I guess, conventional thought and challenge the status quo. I just can't get in line and get in bed with him on these issues. But as far as in regards to his mental health, I think we have to, it's not just for him, but analyze and assess, you know, what's driving people down these paths? Like what has happened to him or people, period, to kind of take them off their rocker like that? Like why is, why are we so mentally disturbed right now? For some people, everybody's been through a lot of trauma. I'm just going to analyze this shit from my perspective. Everybody's been through a lot of trauma. We see a dramatic change from the Kanye West that originally became mainstream to the Kanye West after the death of his mother. Mm-hmm. That was it. So that's trauma. Mm-hmm. It really seems like that might have broke him. I think so. Like in a very deep way. He, even you see the change in his music after that. He changed in his what his production. Like you just see, and for us, that's the only way we can really get to know him, mm-hmm. right? But then he he started doing rants, and so you can get a little bit more of his mind state. He's basically doing what he was doing when he was saying he was off his meds the first time. I think he's saying he's off his meds this time. I've never been a big proponent for medication, but some people really need medication. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's a fact. Yeah. And Kanye seems like he needs to be on medication because he just doesn't seem stable. Like his rants, it's one thing to be passionate about something, and so you speak passionately. But it's like he be going off. <laughs> it was it's all these people in here. Not that you should speak in a whisper or a general roar, but have some composure. Mm-hmm. It seemed he really seems like he was so excited. Yeah, like, it was so it was much to his off. energy. Yeah, like you can communicate, dude, but just relax a little. Yeah, bit. Like that's why I couldn't get through it. His mind was going, and you literally, you he's asked one question, and he gives you fifty different other things other than an answer to the mm-hmm. question when he started talking about parallel like, universes and shit like that. It was like he was I performing with all that, but Kanye. Not everybody's with all I that. I felt so like he was performing. Get it together. I felt like he was putting on a show. On his knees. On his knees. No, I can't get down with it. I, don't, I just don't. I feel like we. I, I'm losing. Everything in my spirit is to be rebellious against every. Like I like to challenge conventional thought, too. Mm-hmm. I like to push the envelope and think outside the box a little bit. I feel like. If we continue just being sheep, I don't think we'll ever see any real change in the world. So somebody got to shake this shit up a little bit. I'm with that. And he was my, he was my spirit animal. He was the one that awakened me to thinking outside of the box. He made me want to be different than the people I was around. He made me want to be different than what I saw growing up in my life and just everything. Just try to just be my truest self. And I don't want to stop his shine from that. But I'm just like, what's the evolution? If I continue to challenge authority or not even authority, but just the way things are done. Is that what it leads to? Like, do that shit, will that shit really drive you or make you look crazy sometimes? Like, 
Right. I feel like... Like, are we crazy? <laughs> Am I crazy? You can question it. So, no, I don't even... Kanye doesn't even question it. So, he, he's all. And I just feel like a lot of what he's trying to do, he's trying to oppose the system, and I get it, but a lot of it is actually feeding the system that he's trying to oppose, even when he went on the rant about his hat in the Oval Office and how people were trying to scare him into doing one thing by using a construct of racism. But in in his fight to go against racism, you kind of are just feeding it because you're doing the same thing that you said people were trying to do to you just in reverse. So you're, mm-hmm. it's, you're just making it more of a thing. It's an invisible word that you're feeding. You call it an invisible word, but you're feeding it. You can't, and I'll, I can speak for me, like when um, 2016 voting, um, I had a real big issue. Like I wasn't all the way for Hillary, but I had a moment where I was just like, I'm the fear of Trump being in office is going to make me vote for her is kind of the, the same as if I just voted for Trump. Like it's not, I didn't vote for Trump, just so everybody's fucking clear. But it's... Um, <clears throat> This push that we're given to go against it, the the true opposite of it is to express true indifference to it. And this isn't you being indifferent to things, Kanye, is you just pushing against it, but you're also giving it the power to push back. So you're just making that thing bigger and you're you're not really you're not facing a problem necessarily. You're just creating a different one. Mm-hmm. So you're not, it's it's no solve to it. You just, oh, more problems. Let's just make more problems. So it can be other stuff we can focus on. Uh, and that doesn't really help. Let's say he gets some of the changes done that he's asking for, though. So what is that he's asking for? So it sounded like he was asking for prison reform. Mm-hmm. It sounded like he wanted to do stuff about something with mental health. Yeah, I mental health. What you're talking about. Mental health um, reform. It was a few things. Education reform, too. Uh-huh. He's kind of talked about that. Let's say... Okay. Trump really get this shit done and really betters the community, and this was the way to do it. And he did; he was able to make changes that Obama couldn't, or Wait, whatever heroic. What? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Don't charge me to really have these <laughs> answers, but I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking, sure, some good change comes about because of these conversations. Like Kim, I mean, not Kim. Yeah, Kim Kardashian going to the White House and getting those ladies out of prison for the the um the lifers for the drug charges and shit like that. Like, let's say we really start to see a change in the system for positive on our part. And these conversations is what sparked it. How would we then feel about I'm still going to feel a way about how Kanye West presented himself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, there's no... Yeah. You see what you see. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm definitely here for what he has to say to some degree. But the way he's carrying himself on top of the things he has to say and how he said what he had to say, like you had to find his points. Yeah, you know I mean, it wasn't. That's it was why it was hard clear. to listen. To. I can give you those those points you got. I think was some something I was watching said was he had ten total points. <laughs> but, I mean, for me, it was just like even I don't, I don't want to have to search for the points. You should have came here prepared with talking points. I mean, was there prep? I don't know how what this was supposed to be. Apparently, this was supposed sure to be a lunch, that. right? It clearly was not just a lunch. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he. It seemed like you needed to be prepared for that. The fact so that the, the way they... You probably was prepared, but... The way they set that shit up and staged prepared. it. 
I just didn't like the whole presentation of it. It was I like the the LeBron decision for me. It was just like, dog, all these cameras you meet in the office. Did y'all hear the constant clicking of the cameras? Oh my I couldn't God. have had a conversation in that. It was just terrifying. So it's now in my mind. They're putting on a show. Find an excuse for him. I mean, yeah, he's putting on a show. You, I could go from that angle. Maybe in these the whole I felt like the whole situation was just a fucking show. It's just a charade, and I feel like they playing us, like they fucking with us, and they're making a mockery of the political system. That's because the media is, is the media. I guess the I don't see the media and the powers that the powers that be, the like political the powers that be. And the um. They uh, is heavy. They, <laughs> they never listen to that. They. I'm just saying, like, I feel like they just, I feel like they fucking with us. I feel like they put him in front of us to make an ass out of himself for a reason. Like they, if I this mean, is y'all representative, see, this is what we gonna do. Just ten years ago, he's saying George Bush did not care about black people. Now look at him. <laughs> His mom died. He even rapped about I even make my son vote Republican, so everybody know he loves white people. He said that on the um Magna, I mean not the Magna Carta, but uh Watch the Throne album. Go back and listen to it. He said I even might make my son vote Republican, so everybody know he loves white. I meant to send you all that video, a little clip of that. But that oh. his this shit ain't all the way new. He's just gathering his thoughts to push. Ah oh, man. I don't know how far I'm gonna go to prove a point. I don't. I don't know. Like I don't. I wouldn't if I don't want to be Democrat because. Maybe you really believe that point. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I want to be. If I. If I. I don't like political parties. Either. I'm not gonna not go from mean. Democrat to Republican. I'll be. You gotta be strategic. Just be. I won't go from Democrat to Republican. You said you won't. Mm-mm. Why not? It, listen, man. You gotta vote. Uh, you gotta want your vote to matter. So honestly, the only reason I'm a Democrat is because I live in Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a primarily a Democratic city. So if I, so who's gonna be, who's gonna win the office? It's ultimately going to be who wins the Democratic mm-hmm. uh, election. So I want my vote to count in that way. If mm-hmm. I was in a city that was primarily Republican, my ass would be a fucking Republican. Because I want my vote to, I want to have a choice. I want to be feel like I'm a part of the choice. Right. Even if my person didn't win, this is who I voted for. This is the shit I was aligned with. Mm-hmm. So when your guy fucks up, you can talk about why you picked that asshole. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I want my vote to vote to matter. This party shit, it does not fucking matter. But it does. People are in this shit for self. Democrats talk all that shit about how they want to help. We are instinctively. I don't even know if it's instinctive or if we're told. I was never told to be a Democrat. Mm -hmm. How did you become a Democrat? I don't have a political party now, which is it's actually like more fucked up. I don't have a political yeah. party at all. Just going to church. I'm actually. <laughs> I don't have a political party. I don't even have a political. But it fucking blows. I had to fill it out again. Those votes that, like those um, elections that matter, I can't vote on. But that's the political system. This is why I'm saying the whole shit is fucked. Like, why I can't vote in anything that's like specifically. For the state, because I don't. If I don't have a party, then I don't have it. Nobody's running independent. That's yeah, just I had to thing. re-register to vote. Well, you won't be able to vote. vote I couldn't vote in the last election. You won't be able to vote in the primaries, but you'll 
Yeah, it's just the, the, the but it's I just confused the primaries. Yeah, What's the one with just the parties. It's one for it's. It's not the primaries. I can do the that. Primaries is the main one. Yeah, it's the I don't, but I don't. That's why I didn't oh, even say it. But it's the one. It, it just was it not too long ago. But I, I couldn't vote. I don't remember. Yeah, but that's what the whole, the whole party process. system is. Wait okay. for that. You understand the process. So what happens is you get X amount of signatures, mm-hmm. do fill out some paperwork, and you can run for office. You got obviously several offices you can run for. Say you run for to be a state senator. Boom. You fill that shit out. You want to represent your district in the Pennsylvania State House. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's just like federal. You got your Pennsylvania Supreme Court. That's your judiciary branch, everything below them. You got uh, Congress and a, a Senate in Pennsylvania. Just like you have a Congress and a Senate of the United say, States. Yeah. Instead of the president, we got a governor. Mm-hmm. That's the executive branch. So it works just like the federal system works, just at a smaller level. And so does the city. You got your mayor, that's your executive branch. You got right. your city council. That's okay. your legislative branch. Yeah. And Trickle you down. Your, uh, yeah, you got your district mm-hmm. branch. Yeah, but no, what I'm saying is I don't understand the the way these these elections are set up. Like, so, all right, so then you got your local elections. You do that, and then the state comes after that, and then... No, they're going to put all that at the same time. Oh, okay. So right now, we're about to have a midterm election. Right. For, federal, for where we're at, we're voting for a bunch of congressmen, senators... Right. At the, at the state level. State level, right. And at the federal level. Okay. And we're voting for MPA, we're voting for a new governor. Well, not a new governor, we're voting for governor. Probably voting for a bunch of local shit that I don't know. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we're always voting for local shit. You got to pay attention to that. You're voting for local judges. Not necessarily local judges, but you're voting for Philly judges. You're voting for the Supreme Court and other judgeships in Pennsylvania. It's a lot to vote for. Man, I just be waking up in the morning. Watching Good Day Philadelphia and seeing all the fucking ads, <laughs> political you're ads, right? and I'm just like, no, I'm not. What are you? Independent. What are you registered as? Independent. All right. I just, I just you're signed up again to Democrat. Expel. No, I just signed up as independent. I'm the only one registered as a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why my fucking vote matters and yours don't. Yeah, I'm independent. I just, I'm, I can't align myself with anything I don't understand. I just have to. That's be not how you. I don't think about it. Fuck that. Because a Democrat is just a guy who, on this day when he filled out some forms, decided that he was going to be a fucking Democrat. What does it mean to be a fucking Democrat? Nobody at the table can tell me. No. What does it mean to be a Republican? Nobody at the table can tell me. I can tell you that Republicans are going to say, generally speaking, they're going to say they're conservative, and uh, Democrats are going to say they're liberal. Say they're liberal, or the new term you hear is progressive. Mm -hmm. Boom. Uh, conservative means you want supposed to mean that you want small government so you want the you want the federal government you don't want them handling all this shit you want the state handling it you want your city handling it mm-hmm. small government you don't want high taxes let me keep my money yeah. if you're liberal you want to give away a lot of shit I want public welfare I want to help people in this area you want to give away a bunch of shit I think I, but I feel like that's just the the stigma of it it, it is a lot deeper than that that's how you're you getting in that conversation, yeah. At the national level. But what I'm saying is, at the more local level where a real change that's going to affect you takes place, mm-hmm. you got to be in tune with how your city moves. I'm telling you now, fuck being an independent. Not, your, your vote does not matter. 
You want your vote to matter. You you should go register as a Democrat because you live in Philadelphia. Most of the elections are going to be between seven different Democrats and one or two people running as a Republican. Mm -hmm. Republicans have no shot in Philadelphia. It's a primarily Democratic city. You want your vote to matter, and that's where it's going to take place. Because first, they got to be all the Democrats running against each other. So hold on. So if I'm independent, this might be a dumb question. I'm going to ask it out loud. So if I'm an independent, I can't vote for a Democrat or Republican. If you're independent, you're not allowed. You will be able to vote for it's certain elections you can't vote in, but you okay, can't vote you. for the Democratic primary because you're not a Democrat. Mm. You, you can't say who represents a party that you're not a part of. Uh, same thing. Uh, As a Democrat, I can't vote for the Republican uh, in the Republican primary because I can't say. So you ain't got nothing to do with it, right? It's just like I got you. It makes sense. So you can't vote until the real election happens. So I this vote is, in the Democratic. I vote in the yeah in the primary race, primary, but then after that candidate is selected, the then you can primary versus Democrat versus Republican versus whoever else. Right. And then we can all vote in that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, all right. But we know the Repu- we in our city the Republican is not going to win. In Texas, somewhere in Texas, some city in Texas, mm-hmm. the Democrat has no shot. I'm gonna be a fucking Republican in that city. That's how I think about this shit. Yeah, I should have paid attention to uh, ethics class, but yeah, fuck I that. Attention to none of that. <laughs> I had to study afterwards once I got interested. In it. Yeah, I wasn't. That was never my cup of tea. I just they crooks. Hey, it's important. All right. Because well, the judge you want to be in front of, you had a chance to vote for. Mm, yeah. So, so to put a bow on Kanye West, <laughs> is this like a funeral or exorcism? Or what are we going to do? Exercise him or is this a funeral? I want to give him some space because of what you said. Say maybe he was putting him on the show. Because maybe he handles himself much different. I'm sure he handles himself different in different situations. Mm-hmm. But... I I want to just say I'm thinking about maybe if all those cameras weren't there, he would have carried himself in a different way. Maybe his points would have came across Strong. in different sentences. But he was he's out of body. The yeah. animation Wild behind it, like that whole. It was animated. Wild yeah. I just feel like in a regular conversation, I would not be. We have this. And we have that. It's a fucking hydro plane. I'm like, dog, what are you talking about? This Even that, bringing jobs back to onshore, is what he said. That was another good yeah, point. He made points. He made points. He had points. his points, but I'm not for the show. All right, so he had his points, but this this is the... this is the. And people would get it. So when, if, if I said for me this was a funeral... If he releases another album, I couldn't listen to it. Yeah, you're done. It's dead to you. That means throw your throw your Yeezys in the trash. Cause this is what people are doing. That this is what I don't get on board. People get drastic with the shit. They burning throw they burning their Kanye burning memorabilia. Them. They burning the album. They I mean they burning CDs, burning Yeezys, throwing his clothes away. It's just like fam, that's a bit extreme. Hmm. If that's the case, you need to throw away all your fucking shit because you, you probably supporting a bunch of companies that are like anti what you believe in. Right. On right. both sides. Um, so let's not get that deep about it. But him on the break. I told you I was <laughs> yeah. I just I wasn't I was a Kanye. I would have defended him break. before this. I would just say that. Like I would have defended him, like, listen, dude, just like think outside the box. He's going <laughs> <laughs> seriously. He's gonna challenge what you think is normal. 
and he's going to force you to think a little bit. And he's outside of the fucking he's arena. In a parallel universe. Be yeah. Larry Hoover. He's in the upside down, as we like to say <laughs> on Stranger Things. <laughs> he is. He's in the upside down, and I'm gonna let him stay there until he comes home. You know what I mean? To wake up, Mr. West. That's all I can say. Get Will from the upside down. We have to save Kanye. From the upside down. Yeah. But when he, uh, I I didn't watch the second season. But they did say the boy in the first season. They did. Yeah, they got him. So it's going to take a lot of work. No, don't tell me to say. Anyway, yes, we need to save Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take a lot of work. but we. No, no, stop. Rewind. I'm not letting you put me on that train. He's a grown ass man. (laughs) Kanye does not represent me. And I think that's what we need to start chanting. No, he doesn't. I'm not doing that's, that's that. But we support him in so many ways. Yeah, and we have to... Listen to all his shit, mostly. What I'm saying is I'm not so drastic as the cutting mall. And he doesn't represent me, we per se. Break. But I said he was like a spirit animal <laughs> for me. Meaning, break. sometimes yeah. I would admire... Are you my spirit animal? Yeah. Some I admired the way he went about things at times. Of which I could have got by, stood behind him on it, but now it's just like I can't rock with that. Like I, I admire the courage that it takes to be there, but now and and plus, oh, this is what the other so side friendly, of that is. So not friendly, but just so easy and lightly give away courage. I don't know if that was courage. Man. I don't know what courage looks like sometimes. No. You say somebody displayed courage. I'm like, oh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I I I, I, <laughs> I think courage is a, is a lot of things, but. The reason I said Kanye was courageous at times is because he would challenge the status quo, where people, other people would be quiet and go with the flow. Sure. He would go outside of that, and that, to me, takes a bit of courage. Yeah, it's yeah. literally, if everybody wears black and white to school every day, the one nigga that came to school with the red sneakers, that's a little bit of courage. It's not much to say, oh, you're going to fight the lion if the lion comes and attack, but it's enough courage to say, yo, yeah, y'all doing it this way, but I want to do it my way. It takes some courage. It's easy to go along with the flow. And I would say, do you really want to do it your way, or do you just want to be perceived as different? (laughs) Some people were different just to be different and be an asshole about it. True. I don't think that's why he does it. I think he has some mental things going on. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's not going to say he does, but I really think I'm just he's having issues processing. Lamar Odom was on crack. His mother left the Lakers. Kanye was wearing a MAGA hat. And it's poison. Tiger whole music career fell off until this shit. <laughs> then he went and got a new hairline and dropped uh, that song that just came out. Yeah, Play, yeah. whatever that shit called. That shit is rolling. But when he was in the Kardashian clan, he was a little shit. Chris Humphreys fell off. Reggie Bush fell off. Like Reggie Bush was like the best running back on earth. Then he started messing with Kim Kardashian. Then it just fizzled out. Uh, Scott Disick, I guess he cool. <sighs> James Harden got out quick enough to become won. MVP. Huh? What's her name? Not Chloe. What's the, uh, what's the petite one? Kim, Courtney. Courtney. Chloe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Courtney. She's the one. Scott Disick. That's Scott Lady? Scott Disick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the good one. So Chloe, between Chloe and Kim and That's Kylie, Chloe was, but she. I don't know what's gonna happen with when Travis she did Scott. The whole body morphation. That's when she transformed. Yeah, I thought she Literally. was the one. She's not the one. All right. So with that in mind, I'm just a little nervous from that perspective too. Some women 
chew men up and spit them yeah, out. And true. some niggas is hard to recover from that shit. So I don't know. He was tripping before. He I ain't gonna get. Yeah. I ain't gonna put it all on Kim. Me and Kanye are on a break. That's my bow. And I don't even like breaks. I think they're ambiguous, but that's how hard this <laughs> man completely let his ass go. You on a break. Wow. Meanwhile, when that album drops in November, I'm going to give it a listen. Objective. I absolutely will. <laughs> you know, we'll break be. Get yourself up. Um, no, I can listen to Let's the music and stay, nigga. That's sex. Little you can't have sex when we're on a break. No. That's the ambiguous nature of it. That's why I don't like them in the first place. But if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. We'll have sex on a break. It's fine. Let's get it on a break. So on that note. <laughs> oh, y'all still ain't watched that show, The Shot, right? No. So, this See, is, I can't I can't really get with The Shot. Oh, uh, you don't have to. I just wanted you to see this my episode. Money. I don't I don't really need to hear people with money talking about my social economic issues. But you do. I think. I mean, because you would think they don't have any problems or any issues in the no, world, sure they, they still got to deal with real life, they, just they, like we're there do. now. They weren't always there. I can take, I can take all that. And they still got to deal with real life shit the way we do. The only difference is they have more money than you, but they, their life isn't that much different than yours. Their life is a lot different. Than it it really isn't. We're just gonna have to go. <laughs> I don't feel like. I'm not saying their life is perfect. I'm they deal it's with different. It's is, their lifestyle is a little bit different, but they deal with the same emotions. Their lifestyle was a lot different. They deal with the same sure drama. Health, yeah, health all thing. that shit. They deal with the same shit. So, I mean, again, you don't have to, but I just want you to see this one episode with Drake on it because sure, it's the one I uh, I mean, Joe. Yeah. Oh yeah, you sent that video. Mm-hmm. So I went back and watched that shit. Yeah, that's probably yeah, exactly. And. The fuck shit that Kanye West did, all of the events that transpired leading up to his album. I think we talked about it a few shows ago when Kanye West was apologizing to Drake for it. And I was just like, yo, you did a lot of fuck shit. Just on a human level, I can't I can't rock with you for that portion of it. Is You're talking about Drake, right? Yeah, I'm talking about Drake, but I'm talking about him, just the character flaws that he kind of unveiled of Kanye. I don't mean to cut you short, bro. Go ahead. I was one of those people who was very hesitant and did not want to go on the Drake train. I'm not on it. There's no canceling Drake, dude. No, it's not. Drake is here to stay. Absolutely. And he's just going to keep being great. And so... He's not talking about Drake doing fuck shit. He's talking, I'm talking about, about Kanye, Kanye doing fuck oh, shit. Oh, well, I just asked you, were you talking about Drake? You no, I'm, say, I'm talking about what Drake I, was y'all, saying. Y'all, you asked him that, but he <laughs> yeah. was answering that question, but in a different oh, way, I feel yeah. like. So, no, I was saying what Drake unveiled about Kanye. Okay. What Drake was saying about Kanye was how Kanye basically encouraged him to come to the studio to work on some music, that I'm going to give you some beats and all these things, and then got Drake to let his guard down and then unveil some of his music, let Kanye know his album release date, and what Kanye did in turn was release all those five albums leading up to Scorpion. Scorpion came out in June, Kanye released five albums in June to try to crush his album. So it was like, invite your enemy in so I can crush you. You know what I mean? And posing as his friend. Listen, there's no rules in war. There's no rules in war. I get it. But what Kanye fucked up is don't turn around and apologize. Yeah, that's good. Keep that oh, same energy. I'm, I'm trying to tell him to do that. That's whack, man. That's not okay. <laughs> such I mean, a natural so reaction. That was such a natural <laughs> reaction. That was a very natural reaction. I appreciate that. People have to, and this is why I am, a, to a degree, sympathetic with people who were formerly racist when they drop an N-bomb or some stuff. When you've been saying something 
all your life, it's kind of hard to stop. Yeah, you got to wean yourself off. You don't just jump off the gate train. You fucking, (laughs) you got to, you know, it's like cigarettes. You need a patch for that shit. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that pause. I accept that pause and I'm going to chain modify my, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to modify my commentary to follow that pause. Oh, man. But you have to <laughs> wean yourself off of certain shit. You're not just going to dramatically just change and not be or have the same behavior. So mm-hmm. we've been weaning ourselves off of these things. So I'm glad that you uh, naturally called that gay. nothing you say is serious <laughs> right Why? Now. Why? Because he paused me. That was funny. See? See how y'all react? It's like, no. The gay train. <laughs> like, what is that? It's gay. <laughs> he said you can't hop off it. So it's Ooh. not easy to get off the gay train, huh? I'm not gay anymore. <laughs> I'm delivered. I like women's now. Uh, women's, women's, like, women's. A mess. Yeah, he like boys again, probably. Yeah, I think he do. I think he's he's like boys. He's, he's, really he's like boys. Because that's a hard turn. He take. kept that same energy. He's a fudge chaser. Enjoy. But with all that in mind. Um, yeah, Kanye West just was on some fuck shit. I just, as a character, flaw, I don't fuck with that. That's all I'm saying. Well, y'all, we thank you to everybody who listened all this hour and a half that we gave you. <laughs> you know what the show gonna be called. Yeah. I'm sorry. Definitely the gay train. Oxymoron. Oxymoron like sharp and moron meaning dog. Hope we gave you that sharp and that dull, that oxymoronic flow that we always aim to do and to provide. And with that, we say peace. Peace.